Hey everybody, it's your girl Claudia Jordan. It is Friday. You've been waiting for this Friday show because we always turn up on Fridays and we are back with a brand new episode of TGIF. Of course, we're here to spill the tea and break down the biggest headlines in the news and on social media. So sit back, relax, get you a little something to drink on and we're going to have some fun tonight. Fellas, Al Reynolds, Funky Dineva. Wait, I, let me introduce you. Please welcome Al Reynolds, who held it down. Al Reynolds, please welcome to the show. And Funky Dineva, what's up? Happy Friday, y'all. What's up? Yeah. Hey, we match, and Al's like, Al got the purple, and we got the blue and white. He should be in the middle. It, 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 we, we'd have been matching. Oh. Mm, I'm muted. Sorry, oh, y'all. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, let, me, let me run that back, because we have to properly introduce you. Please welcome Al Reynolds, who's holding it down. What's up, Al? What's up, Claudia? What's up, Q? What's going on? I was wondering what the hell was going on. I was like... Is he sitting there not saying nothing? I'm like, Lord, <laughs> what the hell? What's going on? <laughs> Here we go. Uh, I love the purple. The purple is very cute. Let's get Thank you. Purple's for tranquility and peace, and we definitely need that. And uh, Q, we got your hand moving already, right? But you can do it again. We did, we did, we did. But you know, you can always give him another one. You, you know, you can <laughs> give too much hand. <laughs> and, am I the only one drinking tonight? No, I'm yeah. drinking. Al, what you drinking? Oh, um, that's orange moon. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Orange you, moon. You know, you know, you a fancy uppity negro when you cut up your own orange to put on orange moon. <laughs> after like I get it at the bar, it comes with an orange, but I don't even know nobody over the age of forty that own oranges. Get out of here, Q. People, <laughs> people Claudia, do you oranges. got any oranges in your house right now? Yeah, it's because she runs. She's a track runner. She knows she has to no. have her. I have lemons and some cut up uh, watermelon, though. But, but, Al, but Al, I don't but think Al, most people buy oranges. Yes, they do, Q. Well, well Al. Well, apple, it's probably one of the most popular fruits in America. So, mate, can y'all drop that in the comments and let us know if y'all buy oranges? I don't think single grown people buy oranges, Al. <laughs> Well, okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say do. this. In Al's defense, I have to say this. I, I personally don't eat a lot of fruits and vegetables, but I should. But um, Al, of course, Key doesn't have anything that is good for him in his house. He doesn't have any vegetables or water or anything healthy. He's got like lighters and cigarettes probably and alcohol. That's all he probably right. got. Mustard and some like some ketchup. That's you right. You right. You right. You right. And add a whole lot of money to order Uber Eats, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Hey y'all. Um, real quick, I want to just um say something real quick before we start the show and get to the stories. Um, a good friend of mine, and a lot of people know her. She's the uh, assistant, executive assistant to Floyd Mayweather. Her name is Kichi, and a great, great, great girl, beautiful girl. My heart is broken. I got a call this morning that she passed away at 49 with the same exact age. I love her. And a lot, you go on my social media and see her uh, post. Um, I just want to remind everyone to like not wait and not put things off that make you happy because life can be very short. And I know when she went to sleep last night, none of us couldn't imagine her waking up, not waking up this morning. So not to start off on a somber note, I just want to give some encouragement for all of us that are left behind to not wait. Cause I know there was some things on her bucket list that she did not get to do. And we talked about it and my heart is broken for that. But Kichi, I love you. And my condolences to your family. And I will never let your memory fade. I will not. You are a great person. So everyone that's watching, please live your life every day, like to the fullest, because you just never know. Okay. I just want to say that. Okay. All right. Let's get into the show. I need y'all tonight for some laughs. I really do. I do. 
Um, Donald Trump may be campaigning behind bars after becoming the first former president to get indicted. Mr. Cheeto Man is facing about 30 criminal counts of document fraud. I got to ask y'all about this. What are your thoughts? And how do y'all plan on celebrating this historic moment, Al? Is this a moment of celebration or not? <laughs> For me, this would not be a moment of celebration. Things like this for Donald Trump do doesn't do anything, in my opinion, but rile up his his base. You know, his guerrilla politics is what his base likes, and this is exactly that. Now, I will get happy if the state of Georgia in Fulton County is able to pull off that election fraud, because that, according to the 14th Amendment, will disqualify him if proven that it was an insurrection of any sorts. Um, that would disqualify him as being able to run for president again. The only other thing that would disqualify him for running for president was if he gets convicted for the January 6th insurrection. So even though this New York City indictment feels good, he can still run for president. We want things to happen to him when he can absolutely not run for president. So I'm hoping that Georgia, the state of Georgia and D.C. does the right thing. Those are by far, you're right, the more serious cases. This is actually a misdemeanor unless they can prove a second crime that he was covering up a, a felony. Q, what do you think about this? I mean, it it is cute for like a Friday night news piece, though. Mm -hmm. I mean, to echo Al, to echo Al's sentiments, you know, it's performative at best. You know what I'm saying? I mean, real talk, they're doing everything they can to try to get him on something that's going to stick. But at best, y'all, we may catch a glimpse of him walking into a police station and 17 minutes later, he's going to be walking back out. It's going to get so much news coverage that it is going to rile up and infuriate his crazy base even more. And I honestly think the blowback that those of us that don't support Trump are going to get from this is not going to be worth the little three seconds of him going to jail that we see. I actually think it's going to have a negative impact on all of us that are not Trump supporters by way of invigorating his base. I will say this. There was a good interview with Mike Pence on one of the uh, outlets. It had to be Fox News because I, I they, they only really go on Fox News. And they said, you know, he was saying how ridiculous it is. And then the, the interviewer was like, well, this is the same kind of thing, same sort of thing that Michael Cohen got a prison sentence for. And are we truly uh, are the laws? Really, is no man above the law? I mean, you know, no one should be above the law. Do we make special you know, allowances for the president? And yes, we do. It seems like no one on the Republican side wants to hold this man's feet to the fire. But there have been people who have gone to prison for similar things like this. So it's like, well, Republican Party, are you the party of law and order or only for us and not for y'all? Um, but I, I, I do have like to echo Al, the Georgia case is a much that's like an open. That's a that's a slam dunk case because it's an audio of it. So we, we definitely he's got three two more cases at least. Right. All right, right. Moving on. U.S. Representative AOC is calling out straight men. Yeah, I'll take a look at this. Many of these disgusting and insinuating attacks on trans and LGBT people are actually projections of what predatory cisgender and often straight men do when left alone in the presence of women or sometimes horribly children. All right, Q, what do you think? She's saying that don't blame the, the, the trans and, and gay community. It's, it's the straight men. You know what? She's absolutely right. And I hate because we are now in a place where we are dividing this country in more ways than the doggone pizza. All right. 
But she's absolutely right. If we are going to launch this war on the trans community about this school shooting, I always say it. If you pull a glove inside out, it still has to be a glove. So if the trans community comes under all this attack because it is one school community, they're white men, white cisgender men. Y'all are in trouble, all right? Because all these crazy school shootings, blowing up office buildings and all that type of stuff, that rests in y'all wheelhouse. And we have yet to have had a national conversation about what's wrong inside y'all house. I hear that. Al, what are your thoughts? You know what? The U.S. Representative AOC, we all know that we love her. We love her voice. But I'm going to tell you, I'm disappointed on both sides of the fence, both Republican and Democratic. And I think we as Americans, we need to focus on the real issue at hand. And the real issue at hand, both Republicans and Democrats, that we have kids, children, and young adults who are going to school and not making it back home because of gun violence in the school. Now, I shared on Wednesday, 338,000 school kids have experienced gun violence personally since 1999. This is absurd. This isn't about a straight white man, and this is not about a transgender. This is about gun control, gun violence, and protecting our kids, period. I, I agree with most of what you said, but I will say it, it's not Democrat and Republic because the Democrats have been very actively trying to push for st stronger gun laws, but the Republicans keep fighting it because they are funded by the, the, the NRA, right? The NRA and the Republican party are in bed together. Even some right-leaning Democrats are definitely in bed with them. Uh, and, and, and it shows it's so sad that after Sandy Hook, right? When we realized that half of this country was okay with 20 kids getting murdered, and that wasn't enough for them to take action. If we could get through that, then none of these other shootings, oh, only 17, only 12, only five. We're not shocked anymore, which I have to call out the hypocrisy. There was about five actual cases of voter fraud, right? Very, very, very few. There's hardly any. No one's like, ooh, let me go scan these people and go vote illegally. They automatically went in there and changed laws. They made it tough. There's a woman here, Crystal Matthews here in Texas, five years sentenced for voting on a provisional ballot. But you have murders of kids, white, black, everything. And that's not enough to make y'all change. It is a gun thing. It, it is. And we have, to, we have more guns in America than people. We're the only country that has this kind of violence. It's nuts. All right, y'all. Good conversation. Uh, let's move it on. Uh, social media had a field day after a video surfaced of little mama hugging Alicia Keys at a screening in New York. One person tweeted, it was never any beef. Keys just holds her to stay seated next time. Another person tweeted, let my girl little mama rest now. Listen, we all remember when she jumped on stage with uh, Alicia Keys and Jay-Z. And it was very awkward. It's kind of funny, though. Are y'all excited to see this moment of reconciliation between Alicia Keys and Lil Mama Al? Are you here for this or not? Oh, of course. I mean, come on. This happened in 2009. I feel like that young lady's career hasn't been the same since. We do know that she went on an apology tour afterwards, even doing radio interviews like apologizing. And according to her, she just she never heard back from Alicia Keys and Jay-Z. So I'm glad that we're able to see the two of them publicly put this to rest by embracing one another and saying, let's turn the page. That was weird, though. Like, I still wonder what was going through her head. To think right, right. Like, yeah. right. Like, why was you doing that? Q, why was she doing that? 
She was high. I, I don't know. She you, she was high off the energy in the room. But let me tell you something. We keep using the phrase, put this thing to rest. I don't ever think it was woke. Like, for people like Alicia Keys and Jay-Z, I promise y'all, after that week of the press, they probably didn't even care. You see Alicia in, in the clip that we just saw, she hugged her and basically kept walking. She didn't even have time. She wasn't trying to sit and have no conversation. I honestly do not think Alicia nor Jay-Z were bothered beyond that performance. I also do not think Alicia and Jay-Z made a concerted effort in the background to railroad this girl's career. I think Jay-Z, Alicia, and the viewing public, for whatever reason, we just kind of didn't see if a little mama past my lip gloss is popping. We just didn't for whatever reason. And, and even now, I don't think we really see it for her, at least musically i would love her to make a resurgence but she's definitely got to carve out who the 2023 little mama is in such a way that we can get behind her isn't she doing some more acting these days do y'all remember her as an actress she don't come on the cable i got <laughs> i don't get that channel <laughs> a tlc movie i believe that's what uh, justin our producer said tlc movie Oh yeah, she was in the yeah, the TLC movie. She played left eye. See, yeah, oh that's, yeah, that's right, that's right. She, you know, you, you know, all it's gonna take is for her to land like one good Jordan Peele role on Netflix or something, and or if she can get in like Power or something like that, she'd be good. Little mama, we got something for you over here, Fox. So go ahead and send me a DM. I'm gonna come up with something for you, little mama. I want to see you come back from the from where you are. All right, y'all. Would you guys ever? I already know the answer from Al. <laughs> Would you guys ever attend a nude dinner party? No, uh, uh, I'll, uh, 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 Al. <laughs> of course, of course, I know you. Well, you're in for a special treat. Artist and model Charlie Ann Max released recently provided a space for people to celebrate their purest selves through plant-based cooking, art, nudity, and self-love. Now, the experience was only $88, and you had to go through an application process in order to experience this nude adventure. I'm self-conscious about being nude. I'll be in a bathing suit, but nude? Would you do that? Well, Al, you said you would do this. Why would you do this? Like, you okay with be, be naked around other people? Like, a lot? Strangers? Yeah, yeah. I, I haven't always been, you know... I haven't, haven't always been comfortable. This is, it's been a journey for me. I like sleeping in nude. We know sleeping in the nude helps your sleeping quality. But also, you know, with therapy, my therapist taught me that if you participate in naturalist, like nudist type of stuff, it really promotes the best self-esteem. It promotes life satisfaction. It's like you attack your biggest worry and concern, which is your body and the image around your body and how you show up in America. And once I started to do it and got comfortable, it really gave me a self-confidence that I can't explain. That's why I could be, I could look like this and still feel look, still think I look like Denzel Washington or Michael B. Jordan, because I just have that self-confidence from that nudist experience. You must have a good size piece. That's, really, <laughs> that's what I think. Because the guys with that don't. Then again, I went to a strip club in, in uh, Atlanta called um, Swinging Richards. With Swinging Richards. They are totally nude. And I'm like, I can't believe you thought you should be good for a nude stripping. <laughs> like, so where's the beach? Like, See, it's like that. It's that it helps you with your bo your body imaging um, issues that we for most of us. It was it was imposed on us, you know, through the Eurocentric culture. But that's a whole nother story.
Well, Q, we know you like to get naked behind dumpsters, at, but would you go to a naked party? Mm-hmm. But believe it or not, I don't even eat naked. Like I, like, I sleep naked. I could be in my bed naked. I won't even go in my refrigerator and make a ham sandwich without putting some basketball shorts on. So if I don't eat naked in my own house, I'm damn sure not eating naked with a group of strangers. It's just for why. Right. And don't you don't walk around the house naked. I would think you would. No, I actually I don't. When I get out, if when I get it, listen, it's too much hazardous things that can go on in the house. You can waste hot butter on yourself. Bacon grease could jump on it. I mean, you can close it in the door by mistake. No, walking around a single man's house naked is hazardous. Okay. But sometimes we, full disclosure, sometimes after the show, we stay on and Q takes us through his house and it's all kind of big black dildos and (laughs) ashes and ashtrays on the table. Right. So it is dangerous for him to be naked. (laughs) Those be, those be remnants of the night before, you know, that had not gotten put in the way. And Claudia, stay out my business. Okay. What I got in my house is none of these people business. Well, you showed it to all of us (laughs) on Facebook. (laughs) <laughs> and it's not big black dildos with an S. It's only one of them. Thank you. I took big a screenshot. And Katie, dildo. I took a screenshot in case you tried to deny it. <laughs> hey, um, put a black fist in the chat if you want me to share the screenshot. Oh, Lord. <laughs> All right, y'all. Coming up, Tory Lanez is fighting for a new trial. I forgot he was still alive. And later, find out why a nine-year-old girl is suing California State Fair. Stay close. join the show show us some love and throw some cha- some hearts in the chat and please like the video please all right y'all toy lanes filed a motion for a new trial after alleging that prosecutors set him up with irrelevant evidence hmm who wants to go first should tori let it go what y'all think uh, yeah, listen tori jesse smollett r kelly and Suge Knight are four people who just need to let it go. Now, I know Al going to have all the facts of it. Uh, he's not due to go to jail or nothing, is he, Al? They're supposed yeah. to sentence him. Uh, yeah. Oh, he's supposed to go. He's due to go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, well, then here's the thing, right? All right. Don't nobody want to go to jail, right? Like, I, like, like, so, you know, I get trying to not go to jail. I understand that, but... You shot this lady. Like you shot her. Come on. Al? Um, you know what? The the most interesting thing about this story I find is you speak of Suge Knight. Suge Knight's former attorney, David Kenner, took this case on for the appeal and actually got it. So, but the interesting part is this is the same. Um, attorney that represents Snoop Dogg as well as Tupac has decided now to step away from being his representative. So as far as I'm concerned, I want to know why and how was he able to garner David Kenner to be his attorney? And then I want to know what happened as the reason why he's not keeping him, because we know David Kenner is the one that got the judge to even even consider this appeal. So, hmm, something in the milk ain't clean around this, and I can't wait to see how it settles out. Yeah, he's a pretty successful lawyer, and for him to drop him, right. that means he was like, I can't help you. Yeah. Because they don't want to ruin their record, right? Mm-hmm. To me, that's a huge, uh, that's, a, that's saying a lot right there. 
Yeah. Tori, just go to jail. <laughs> just go mind. to jail and just write you a letter because you ain't finna be in there long. They're gonna send you the camp cupcake, write you a little piece of album, and leave us alone with this. Does he have to be extradited? Does he have to go back to Canada? Will he be allowed to come back in America? What is the? Does anybody know the know the rules around that or the law? Any soulmates? Anybody? It seems like Canada doesn't like play with sending them that, sending our people that way. But I think America, we'd be like, all right, you know, I don't know. Mm. Uh, I know that his sentencing was pushed back. Remember, it's supposed to be February, then it was March, and he's still yeah, not. It's sentencing. April, yeah, yeah. It's in April. It's supposed to happen in April. Oh, he's still in jail. He's still in prison, isn't he? So he's still in jail, right? He's in custody, I think. That I can't speak to. I thought all they released that, him. All that for a one wild night. Mm-hmm. All right, y'all. Leave the women's alone and mess with men, sonny. That's why I mess with the men. <laughs> That's <laughs> the why women, the women that get you in trouble, the white ones and the black ones. Okay. That's oh, why. Man. That's why I mess with the men, sonny. You mess, oh yeah, gay men. <laughs> gay men are dramatic. When you, you mess with the men, men sonny, you don't end up in jail. Okay. <laughs> oh, I don't know about that, you. Y'all be just as messy. Mm-mm. The audacity. All right, so whatever. <laughs> a Mexican nurse died after attempting to perform liposuction. She should have. On herself. <laughs> she okay. should have. Okay. 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 Liposuction on herself. Can you? So she it sounds like, it sound like death from the onset. She. She sucked out her damn brain in the process because. That's crazy. What? Okay. What procedure? Can y'all give yourselves a shot? Yes, I can give myself I, a shot. I've done that because I did Ozempic, right? I, yeah, I, yeah. I've never done it. I'm pretty sure I can't. My, I got a friend. Shouts out to Dr. Zelda. She's a dentist. She cut her leg one time and she had stitches and I watched her taking her own stitches out. Ooh. And I was just like, I was about mm. to, I don't do good in the medical space. So I, I couldn't perform nothing on myself, yet alone something that requires anesthesia. This just felt wrong. Like why she didn't do it? Got the damn. <laughs> okay, is there any surgical procedure you or procedure you wish you could do? I I wish I could do Botox on myself because that's just like stopping your forehead from moving. That's just like a few little needles in the forehead, right? And I'm saving like three hundred dollars at a time. Um, I mean, if, if I was being forced to give you an answer, maybe that or administer my own IV since I go to the IV clinic oh, regularly. Oh, Al, could you do? I could not stick a needle like like a like the Ozempic needle is like a, as big as an eyelash, but a needle in your yeah, like IV. I don't think I could find a vein. Yeah. I don't think I. I don't know, but you know what? I've experienced some nurses that are really good at that, but I don't. I don't think I could do it on my own. All right, y'all. Moving on. A biracial Japanese student revealed that he was separated from his classmates during graduation for wearing cornrows. The student received permission to rock the hairstyle from his black father. But according to officials, cornrows are prohibited from the event. What are your thoughts, Al? You know what's crazy? I was here for my people that go to Japan that nothing is cooler than being a young black man. They appropriate our culture all day long. But if you show up, when a bus show up with a tattoo, they won't want us to be in the pool. They want to drain the pool. Al, what do you think about this story? Um, there's For me, you got to understand, for me, this has nothing to do with race. Okay, because the one thing that we know about Japan laws and 
you know, Japan laws as it relates to Japan schools, they define how students look, what they dress, um, how they're supposed to dress, is it clean and what's not clean, all the way down to them not allowing their students to wear anything but white underwear. Their students can only have black hair. The girls cannot have ponytails. They have to wear their hair down. Uh, the men have to have the hair off of their ears. So in this particular case, this young man, they told him for graduation, you had to get the hair off of your ears. So he goes home, he talks to his dad, and he decides to put his hair in a corn roll, which pulls the hair off his ears. However, the corn rolls violated the code, which says that you cannot, you have to look clean and pristine at all times and this is what got him benched not his color and not you know that he was biracial but that he fell within the guidelines just like the girls can't wear ponytails he can't wear his hair a certain way and that's why they benched him in this case that seems so primitive <laughs> yeah like why are we why are we policing hair like that like japan that's right. why there's a bunch of people committing suicide jumping off the, the, the standards are so high if i don't have this grade point average if i don't do this if i don't do that if i'm not a success people are jumping off buildings it's very popular in in japan and, and to really micromanage someone's hairstyle like they also north korea is like that no one can have the hairstyle of king jung whatever uh um not like anyone would want that q real quick what do you think I don't have the energy to fight this issue in America. I'm damn sure not fighting it in Japan. All right. Coming up next, a nine-year-old girl is taking legal action on behalf of her goat. Oh, my God. Wait to hear what they did to her goat. It is horrible. And later, Kim Burrell opens up about her experience with Jay-Z. Did you say too much? Stay tuned. Now, look, there's over 4,000 people in the chat, and I think we only have like 150 likes, so I need y'all to get them likes up. Get it up. Get it up. Some of you fellas haven't heard that before. Get it up for us one time, please. Get it up. It's Friday Just one night. time. Just one time. <laughs> <laughs> get it up. Okay, y'all. Um, look, a nine-year-old girl is suing a California state fair after, this is so sad, y'all, her pet goat was sold and barbecued. Now the goat was chopped and screwed. First, Justin, what are we not about to do? This girl is over there. This girl is over there in mourning about this goat, and y'all pick this. This is not good. I'm reading the script. The goat <laughs> was chopped and screwed after her after her mother entered the pet in an auction. Isn't this unfortunate? And Justin, your writing just now was unfortunate and shady as hell. Damn. <laughs> Al, what do you think about this? Why would her mother do this? Well, obviously she needed the money. Um, she knew exactly where she was donating it to. It was to it was to feed the community. She got paid, allegedly was gonna be paid eight hundred and sixty-nine dollars for um this particular donation. 
Um, the sad part is her daughter just basically went into this mental coma of regret and wanted the goat back. And the mother went to great lengths to hide the goat as far as 200 miles away from the original police station when they filed the report to get the goat back. That's what I thought was funny. But the funniest thing was the, the, the police chief said, listen, this is a lesson for all kids. When you make a decision, you got to stick to it. <laughs> so he was like, get me the goat back. Back. He went and got the goat, put the goat up for slaughter, and they fed the people that they promised to feed. Damn. Yeah, what do you think about them? You know, y'all may not believe this, but these types of things do traumatize people. I have a friend that's uh, Jamaican, and she she always tells a story about when she went to Jamaica, she was in the yard playing with the goat, and then the next thing she knew, a goat was no longer there and how it just broke her heart. And even at this age, she remembers that. And I've got friends that grew up in the country and had attachment to livestock and chickens. And the next thing they knew that the chicken was on the plate. So this is not a laughing matter or whatever. This girl is probably going to need a little tinge of therapy because she's going to remember this heartbreak all her life, especially if that goat was her bestest friend in the whole wild world. I remember growing up, and I know I'm aging myself, but y'all already know my age. I don't care. Um, Charlotte's Web, right? Remember that cartoon? Yes. And remember the story, like how Wilbur, we were also attached to Wilbur. Like I was, I remember feeling like that was like a horror movie. When you're a kid and you have an attachment to a pet, Mm -hmm. Oh, we at least, okay, me and my family, before my parents got divorced, we used to live in Massachusetts, right? In Taunton, Massachusetts. They were not a lot of black people in my neighborhood. I think we we're the only black family, right? The white kids in our neighborhood, it was very racist. They used to throw rocks at us, call us N-words, call my mother an N-word lover. And we had a dog. Well, they used to harass our dog and throw rocks at him. One day he got sick of it. He was like a Malcolm X dog, though. He broke his chain. He jumped the six-foot fence. And he got that white boy by his back. And her, he took a big chunk out of his back. Next thing I knew, my mom said, oh, we had to put your dog on a farm, which is code for we had to put yeah, your put dog to sleep. Yeah, <laughs> I remember feeling so traumatized. Like people, we can laugh about it because we're adults, but to that little girl, she's going to be traumatized for a long time. She's probably going to hate her mother. Mm -hmm. All right, y'all. Mm. In the news of what would you do? In Arkansas, Breda says she continued to do a woman's hair after she confessed to sleeping with her boyfriend. Oh no, she didn't. The Breda said, I could have beat her ass for so many reasons, but I'm growing. Okay. Say you are doing, providing a service, service for someone. They in your chair and they say, oh, such and such. Yeah, smash. I hit that. And that's your loved one. Someone that you love. Al, are you going to stay professional? <laughs> or are you going to mess up the service? Listen, no, it's worse than that, Claudia. The, the guy that let the young lady in to the apartment, the one that confessed to sleeping with the man, the guy that let her into the apartment was her boyfriend. And while she was sitting in the chair getting her hair done by the girlfriend, she was texting the boyfriend about their, you know, rendezvous. That's crazy to me. Can you imagine the level of disrespect that that woman has to has had to experience? Honestly, thumbs up to this young lady for taking the high road. Thumbs up for this black queen being, you know, saying that high road is the best road. But for me, I would have cut all her hair off. She would have left that chair bald if that was me. I heard that. Q? I'd have beat her ass. I'd have beat her ass. And I'm going to tell you why I would have beat her ass. It wouldn't have been because she had a rendezvous with my boyfriend, right? Because that, that, that was on him. His loyalty is to me. 
it's the audacity of it all and the disrespect of it all. It's just the way that you conduct business. And that's not the way, sis. You're not going to be in my home, sit in my chair. I'm doing your hair. You texting my dude and then be bold enough to have the audacity to, to, to tell me while I'm doing your like, like you must have thought I was a sucker because you didn't even wait to tell me when I finished your hair. You know what I'm saying? Like right. you just knew I was soft as pie because you gonna tell me while I'm doing your hair, I would have beat her ass. What do you think she actually said? Oh, by the way, the dude in the next room over there, I've been I've been smashing him for the last six months. I, I think what probably happened is she was texting the dude. He probably was lying to her and she probably told it as get back to him. Probably had really nothing to do with him. He was on that text giving her responses that she did not like and they upset her. And she said, oh, yeah, well, I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a blow up the spot. Mm. I feel that. But she was also wrong for going because she knew before she got there. She That's knew. what I was going to say. She, she had to have known. She knew. That's and, why and, she set the appointment. It, you know, I don't know why people have so much audacity. Like, why are we OK with purposely trying to hurt somebody, especially women like women, like girl to girl, right? We all done went through that feeling where your heart drops and you're like, damn, you know, you, you know how that feels when you get cheated on to do that to somebody else. Karma going to get your ass. It always does. It always comes and get you when you least expect. All right, y'all um, get into this sick story. A 27 year old Wisconsin woman has been charged with raping a 13 year old boy because he made her horny. Yes. A 13 year old boy made her horny. The woman allegedly had sex uh, three separate times. And she even threatened to have the victim beaten because he cheated on her and her no chin. Funk, you take it away, please. And ha please uh, leave no crumbs. Ain't no crumbs for me. It ain't no crumbs for the lead. She is nasty. She need to be put in jail. If this was a man, you, you, you want to know what's so funny. And, and even now, as we talk about sexual abuse or whatever, when it's a woman to man, it still doesn't invoke the same level of rage in us that it is when it's man to the girl. You know what I'm saying? Because like, like even now, we're going to make jokes of it, but every ounce of anger that we get when a man does it needs to be done to Petunia the pig right here because this is wrong. This is nasty. This is rape. She raped this young boy. We, we start, you know, we need to stop using colorful language and we need to use language that describes it at its most horrific level. This is rape. She didn't sexually assault him. She raped him repeatedly and she needs to be thrown under the jail. But the one thing that I can respect about her that the men don't do is that they try to come up with excuses when she just told the flat out truth. I looked at him and that tussie cat got hot. Can we see her picture production one more time? Because uh, Funky just called her Petunia the pig. That, that was Porky's Petunia. <laughs> I mean, quiet as it's kept, she looked like a young Mama June from Honey Boo. Boo. That's what she did. Yes, she do. Now, like what you got to say about this, sir? What you think? You know, I mean, I, I listen. I was prepared to come on here and and agree with everything that Funky mm -hmm. said. It's it's true. It, she should be put underneath the jail. This is definitely considered rape. She lured a thirteen year old boy with a vape and chocolate cookies. I'm sure she got more victims. But then I had to think about my childhood and growing up with my family and most of the dudes that I hang out with. We all kind of share a similar story. When we were young, our first sexual experience was with older women. How much older than? I mean, they weren't, they were probably grown women. I mean, I'm thinking back now. I definitely knocked off some older women in my 
15, six, like 16, 17, 18 that I probably shouldn't have been messing with. But I think as I sit around my friends, my other male friends, they have very similar stories as mine. Like, I think that's, that's where we got the best practice. And do you feel traumatized by it? Or not? Or were you like, no, it was kind of cool. I got to be honest with you. I'm from the South. So that was almost, that was almost right like, a, 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 mm-hmm. yeah, right to passage. It was also like, oh, he, you know, that little, that little dude, he got it going on. He pulling all the women, like that type of situation. I know that for a fact with my, my cousins and, you know, my other male friends, especially athletes. Hmm. Yeah, it's time for black people to rewrite the narrative because Al is absolutely right. It is praised upon. I mean, that's why it don't hit the same way. You right. know, what I'm saying? it's like boys are looked at as like players, gigolos. Oh, you know, he blah, blah, blah. you know what I'm saying? But it, it feels like in this instance that this young man kind of didn't want it. You know what I'm saying? He's mm-hmm. expressing the fact that now nah, she's acting crazy. And when I told her I didn't want to do it no more, she threatened me, so on and so forth. So, you know, I, I it, it it's wrong. But I guess, you know, to Al's point, if he would have been like 16 and she would have been like 25 and he enjoyed it, wanted to do it, I'd be more willing to to turn a blind eye. But 13 is way too young. Uh, We have a comment in the chat before we go to break. Uh, Rosemary Watson says the woman can't penetrate the man or boy. So that's probably why it's not looked upon the same. And uh, she but she did still say she does know that she needs to go to jail. She's an older honey boo boo. All right, y'all keep it locked because coming up next, Kim Burrell opens up about her private conversation with Jay-Z and later Khloe Kardashian defends her new face. They put Welcome back to more TGF. I'm looking at the chat and people are saying some disturbing things about this whole thing we're talking about. Uh, Rosemary Watson says, my ex-husband told me that a 14-year-old girl held a stick to his head and demanded that he have sex with her. He was 10 years old. I think this is a a subject we need to dive deeper in in another show about male sexual abuse from women. Yeah, but it's very It's only fair. It's only fair. All right, y'all. In a recent interview, gospel artist Kim Burrell alleged that Jay-Z called and told her that Beyonce locked herself in the room for 11 hours and listened to her music to make herself feel better. All right, y'all. What are your thoughts on Kim revealing this private conversation with Jay-Z? Do you think it's a big deal or is it a violation? What do you think, Um, Q? A total violation, especially coming from an old gorilla mouth, Kimberly. I can't stand her. Okay, Kimberly is the worst thing that ever happened to the dog on church with her nasty spirit. And and, and quite frankly, this is a, a total violation because now it's got me looking at Beyonce and Jay Z different. There is nothing about Kimberly that can bring me joy deep down inside my heart. She is the worst face of Christianity. And Beyonce, I'm like as as, as much horrendous stuff as Kim Burrell has done in the public and the hypocrisy that she shows on a day-to-day basis, I'm pretty sure that nobody of Jay-Z and Beyonce's stature would truly want their public image linked to Kim Burrell. I mean, but if, if, if her music brought her joy, so be it. But I, I don't think that Jay-Z and Beyonce necessarily wanted anything they do uh, put in the private eye. But I say it now and I'll say it again, Kim Burrell is the worst of the black church. And there's people like her, why people like me do not go. So I need to go deeper on this with you mm-hmm. because I'm not that hip. I don't know nothing. I don't know anything about Kimberell, right? What it, I hear a name here and there. What, what is she like? What's the tea on her? 
Can you tell me what, what, what rubs me the wrong way is that she has an extremely nasty demeanor. There is nothing about her, in my opinion, that is godly. The way she comes after people, you know, she does these. She gets in the pool pit. She was like, you know, y'all need to vet y'all friends. Do you have bad credit? Do you live in a trailer park? You know, y'all need to know. And then when she catches backlash, she wants to say, no, 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 no. I was just joking. Or one time we were laughing at her, uh, her boots, the internet. She was like, you know, these boots were, she named the designer, but half of y'all out there still wearing swaddling cloths. Like, you know, I don't know. She's just very, you know, and she counter what I'm used to seeing leaders of the church be. Um, and aside from the church, um, I'm very intuitive and her spirit is just nasty. It just, it just doesn't connect with mine. So is she one of those people that you like can recite the scripture and, and say a good word, but, but the mm -hmm. actions are not aligning with what in you're saying? My, in my personal opinion, I don't know this woman personally. I just know what she puts out in the media and when she appears and it's just every time she's in the news, she's defending something nasty or hypocritical that she did. So our love 144, who always tries to go in on me, but I'm going to go ahead and read this comment, says, I'm glad this discredits the lie that Beyonce is a devil worshiper because that narrative is, has been out there too. So the fact that she's out, what do you think about this Kimberell story? And what do you think about, I think, I mean, sometimes the messenger is bad, right? And the message is good. And we can definitely separate right. the two, right? I think it's nice that she, you know, found something beautiful in her music, but I don't think this should have been shared for us. What do you think about this story, Al? What do you think? Yeah, I got to agree with that. You know, I, I just don't, I didn't find it practical or wise decision to share this personal information only because we know that Jay-Z, think about it. First of all, we know that Jay-Z and Beyonce are very private. So everyone else has respected that privacy, but you've decided not to, to uh, respect that privacy. And not only have you decided not to respect their privacy in general, you decided to disrespect their marriage, their marriage, which is one of the biggest things, one of the biggest hurdles the two of them have had to deal with. You brought those memories back up sharing this story after she found out his infidelity that she was locked in a room listening to you for 11 hours. I thought it was inappropriate. I thought it was unnecessary. And I thought it was extremely insensitive. It, we're in a time now, right, where we, and we've all been guilty of disclosing too much. I know I have, you know, but like the bigger the person you're talking about, you kind of have to be careful, right? Because it's going to get more backlash. I'm sure if someone was depressed or clearly she, Beyonce was going through something if she spent 11 hours listening to anybody. And that seems like that would be something that would be a private thing that you might not want to put out there unless let Beyonce say it. Let Beyonce say, you know what? I was going through something and Kim Burrell got me through it. But telling on her makes us now wonder, ooh, was she suicidal? Was she, was she heartbroken? What did Jay-Z do? And it doesn't help. You know, I, I don't know what her motive was. Maybe it wasn't motive. Maybe she was proud. Like, you know, if someone huge like Beyonce was listening to yourself, you'd be like, they listen to my stuff. Maybe it was a brag moment, but uh, in retrospect, it's probably not the greatest idea. All right, y'all fellas, let's get into this question of the day from Baller Alert. Shout out to Robin, who runs Baller Alert and who has come, who's doing big things. Uh, what is one thing you regret having done or said while drunk? Oh, Lord. Let's start with you, Al. What is one thing you said or done that you regret while you were drunk? Mm, geez, let me remember it first. Yeah. <laughs> I do have one instance where 
I remember being drunk, was hanging out with some buddies at the bar, and we got into like a little situation with someone. You know how like when you stand at the bar and someone's like pushing against you, trying, you know, trying to get around you or whatever. So it was this little short dude or whatever. And I was just like, I was already feeling it. I was like, yo, you need to meet me outside. Well, he literally was outside waiting for me when I left. I had forgot about it because it was like two hours <laughs> later. I was two sheets to the wind there. He was outside doing push-ups, y'all. <laughs> oh, he was ready to go. He was ready to go. The bounce was like, yo, bro, he been waiting out here for you for like an hour and a half. I was like, well, sorry for that. But yeah, that would be the only time. So y'all didn't fight, though. Y'all didn't fight. <laughs> no, no, we didn't fight. Okay. Uh, Q, I'm almost afraid to ask. Yeah, I already know. <laughs> um, for me, it's not so much said. For me, I can definitely say I have had sex with somebody that I probably would not have had I been sober. I have uh, given somebody the time of day that ordinary. And then when I woke up, I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> you, you need to slow down. Like, damn. Like, I definitely had some regretful sexual encounters behind alcohol. Uh, I'm, I'm going to disclose something. I know y'all be saying I don't be disclosing stuff, but Vegas with my girl, Demetria McKinney from Housewives, right? And we both like to gamble. So we shared a room, two beds. She was feeding me fireball all night. I'm don't Ooh. fireball and me. I, that makes you like white girl wasted. Mm -hmm. I love fireball. I sleep with a thong on and nothing else. I cannot sleep with a top on. I sweat. I cannot wear a top when I sleep. Okay. I guess in my drunken state, I thought she was a dude and I crawled out of my bed and <laughs> bed with her. And she said, I spooned her. And and my dream. Oh, so you have had a lesbian experience. Well, I didn't kiss her or nothing. Yes, yes, I did. I guess you would say that. I spooned her from the back. So does that she, make you a lesbian? Yes, I guess it does. <laughs> it does. Okay, it does. I had a lesbian experience, but it was actually me forcing myself. So in my dream, I was hugging a guy. So, anyways, the next day she was all weird, and she's like, "She want to get another room." I go, "Why? What happened?" Wow. <laughs> So now I think she's, I think she thinks I'm like a sexual predator. <laughs> the, best was, part, the best part of this story was that you got out of your bed thinking you were going to get in bed with a man. That's hot. I don't remember none of it though. So if it was a man, you would have gotten it in. I would have. But my question is, which man or what? It was just a man. Right. So, so anyways, she has been weird with me ever since. And Demetria, I love you. I'm going to be in Atlanta this week. Uh, we can hang out, but we don't, we won't be drinking fireball. And I was like, she waited to tell me. And I was like, Demetria, I'm not like, I didn't know I was going to go. Anyways, that's my story. And I'm sticking to it. All right, y'all. Speaking of regret, Khloe Kardashian is defending her new look and clapping back at the trolls about her face. That's next. We'll be right back. Welcome back to more TGIF. Shout out to all the 45, 4,600 people in the chat. We appreciate y'all. And um, we gonna get to y'all stories. Don't worry, we, we, gonna, we doing what we doing. Hey, uh, Khloe Kardashian respectfully clapped back at a troll who questioned if she missed her old face. The troll asked, do you miss your old face? And Khloe simply responded, no. Do y'all think she doesn't miss her old face? Go ahead, Q. No, she don't miss that thing. 
she don't miss it at all. That's why she got rid of it. You know what I'm saying? She listen, you know, um, we, we joke. Beauty is an eye of the beholder. Beauty is subjective. I think more people than not will say Khloe Kardashian looks better now than she did then. All right. She's had a lot of plastic surgery and she does look different for what it's worth. And she seems to be more pleased with the, the current face. And you know what, y'all, again, you know, picking on Chloe and her looks has just gotten old. And I think that she's gotten to a point too, where in order to neutralize the people trolling, she's just owning the fact that, yeah, I changed my face and I actually love the way she answered it. Like, no girl, stop, stop hiding. Stop lying, saying you didn't have work. Bitch, you was ugly. You didn't like it. And you think you look better now. And so, yeah, she good. It, it is a mean question. Obviously, if you change something about your looks, it's because you like the new look. If yeah. you like the old face, you would have kept it. And I, I, I'm going to side with you on this. It's <laughs> only a read because she runs from it. You know what I'm saying? She tries to pretend like she didn't have plastic surgery. If I always say, don't let a bitch spray you with your own tea. Mm-hmm. If she just came out and was like, yeah, I didn't like my face and I got plastic surgery, it wouldn't even be a read anymore. Agreed. Like, just say, uh, no, I don't. And uh, that's why I changed it. Yeah. yeah. Al, what do you think about this? Do you think I agree, I agree with both of you? I agree. Okay. All right, so Cardi B recently announced that her family will be starring in the new uh, Baby Shark. Y'all here for this? I'm sure. I mean, I, I just hope that, uh, well, I was going to say, I hope the people that watch it, the kids, know who she are, but I imagine their parents will. So that's a good move. Very mainstream, Al, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, we the only family businesses that have, I mean, all the other entertainers that have done anything to this level are the Waning family, uh, except for that was the father and all his kids. The mother wasn't involved. Uh, we know the Smollett family. That was all the kids. Neither parent was involved. And then the guy that I, I interviewed at the DGAs, Judd at, um, what's his name? Judd, um, Apatow. Remember, he directed a show, put his wife in it and his two kids. I think it's great to make it an entire family affair, especially with her two kids being young and getting paid. They get their SAG card. They get a rate. They're on their they're on the road to, you know, being a very, you know, influential entertainment family with this move. So I like it. Cardi is a blueprint. I'm sorry. She took, she went very, very mainstream and, 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 and stayed authentic. Oh, okay. We got two minutes. The chat wants us to talk about Latasha and Tamika. Tamika. Yeah. And, and then we have this Benzino thing. He wants people to stop. Which one y'all want to go with? Yes. And we're going to go ahead and talk about Latasha and Tamika. Okay. That's what the people want. And the, the latest thing is that she did put out a video today after going on the Ricky Smiley show and the brat embarrassing her saying, Okay, my sister, we need to talk because I don't understand. Like back then, we were helping each other. I, I don't really understand. She also apologized to Candy and Tiny for some things she said in their behavior. But here is where people but have. Is that a, a good thing? Is that a good? That's a good thing, right? It's, it's a good thing, right? But people are questioning her motives, right? Okay. Are you doing this now because your shit ain't selling? Are you doing this now because you're getting beat up in social media so bad? Why are you doing this? And not to mention her husband, Rocky. Uh, all his mistresses have come out on Tasha K. And so to combat that, Natasha's saying, we have an open relationship. So we got questions, girl. You sell gospel, but you in an open relationship. Less than seven days ago, you were on your tour bus throwing all types of shade to your sister, Candy, and the group. But now you want to apologize. We think it's because your shit ain't selling. Is this the the one that went out on our own that 
wanted yes. to do so. Green like, dress, I, escape. That's the one that had the the, uh, the different dress than everybody uh-huh. else in the picture. Okay. Uh-huh. I, I'm, she said something. See, I, I feel you. She just said one thing. She goes, I want some clarity. I want, to me, that made me feel like, did Rocky do something with the money and she doesn't know about it? And she's, mm-hmm. she wants to know, wait, 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 wait. But that's going to be her, that narrative right there is going to be her best bet in terms of getting out of this. Latasha is in Dallas and she just texted me. So I might try to go meet her and get some tea. All right, y'all. I want to thank my, my co-host Al Reynolds and Funky Daniva. Thank you so much for watching us on YouTube. We love y'all. Watch the repeat tomorrow. Get those likes up. Stay tuned for Tracks and Tales. We'll see y'all in a minute because, uh, yeah. We'll see we y'all. Bye, soulmate. Uh, have a good night. Bro.